Hi there, welcome to Stoke to Be Here. My name's Laura and I'm the back half of Stella Tandem, a record-breaking attempt to cycle around the world in 2022. And as part of our preparations for this trip, we've been talking to lots of different people from the world of cycling and, and a bit of endurance as well. But today it's um, it's something a bit different. We're, we're going full on tandeming today. So I'm delighted to be joined by Colin and, and Diane or Di, um, who are here to tell us all about their adventures on, on tandem bicycle. And I think essentially the third person in your relationship is Matilda. Well, there's definitely three of us. Definitely. <laughs> and she's a woman. <laughs> Well, go on then. Who, who is Matilda? What can you tell me about her? <laughs> um, well, we're we're basically the two old farts in a tandem. I think it was a bit weird. I think you mentioned the word endurance in the intro there, and um, <laughs> to have the words endurance and Matilda in the same sentence is. Is pretty laughable. Um, we're, shall we say we're, we're not uh, in the, anywhere near the scale of our, our colleagues like yourself or Mark Beaumont or, <laughs> or or anything like that. And uh, it is rather difficult not to laugh about that. Uh, we know our, one of our um, mottos, if you want to call it that, is it's the smiles that count rather than the miles. And I think that's possibly um, uh, where we are. So enthusiastic amateurs. Definitely. Um, uh, members of the self-proclaimed Nutty Tandemers Club, um, which I'm sure we'll talk um, more, uh, more about. It's a nutty brand of tandeming. But who is Matilda? Well, Matilda, um, well, shall we tell how we came to have a tandem? Um, uh, no, I think, I think um, we'll, we'll have to save that story. All right. How we well, got the tandem, but... Matilda um, um, came to us via a, a client of mine. We had hired a tandem and uh, my client said she was going to Australia. And I said, um, oh, we've just hired a tandem at the weekend. She said, oh, I've got a tandem um, and would, I'm selling it. Would you like to buy it? And I got in touch with Colin and uh, said, there's a possibility of a tandem. Do you fancy going to have a look at it? And the guy said, um, <clears throat> when we went to see it, uh, he said, why don't you take it away for a month and play with it? And if you, don't, if you don't want it, bring it back. And if you do want it, then we'll come to an arrangement. So needless to say, we cycled the, the tandem, the three miles from her previous home to, to ours, and then she never went back. No, Sat back. in the back garden and we both looked and we said, you know, we, we, we can't part with this, we've got to have it. So she has a very, is a very special bike. Um, she is a classic um, Jack Taylor um, tandem. Um, so it's a bit like having a classic car, I guess. It's a kind of um, what? It's uh, a labour of love. It's a labour of love. Definitely a labour of love. Believe it or not, she is actually older than us. I know that's difficult to believe, but um, Matilda mm. is actually older than us, and mm. as such, has none of these um, carbon fibre light parts that uh, mm. modern bikes have. So she's um, fairly uh, heavy. heavy steel, <laughs> heavy steel frame. And uh, yeah, it gets a lot of admirers. Um, in fact, one time we were in uh, France and we uh, came back to find this guy lying under her, stroking her crankshaft or cranks. <laughs> because they were apparently original Jack Taylor cranks. And this guy was, um, extremely excited about uh, having seen a Jack Taylor tandem with the original bits. And yeah, and he was, so. he was looking for the, the serial number and you've got the original cranks. Oh my lord, that's amazing, you know. And, yeah. and then once she came into our stable, I guess, um, she <laughs> got a little bit above her station and um, she is, uh, as I say, quite clever um, because um, she is now the UK's only blogging tandem bike in terms of she actually writes the blog herself, which is amazing, clever, often. And uh, the, our adventures are obviously um, written through her eyes and ears and whatever. So uh, the, the blog is written from her perspective, which is a quite kind of unique selling point, I think. Wow. Yeah. And she's, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I knew she was a special bike, but I didn't quite know so much about her heritage. I must admit. Yeah. 
yeah and i i'm you know i must say i think i think all tandems have a character i think you know they're they're very personable bikes you can say such a thing how did you get a name well that was me that was me how did you get a name just yeah she was sitting in the back garden and uh i said to Colin, we have to give her a name you can't just and it was definitely a her you know definitely a her and then because on the way home on the way home um, we had a, a mechanical when we got her, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, she became she became a bitch that day. So <laughs> I had, to, had to be a woman, so I had to be a, I had to be a girl. Yeah, but, got, uh, got a bit of character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she's a hell of a character. She's uh, she um, she likes to be attended to quite a lot. Mechanicals, yes. Spokes, <laughs> yes. We go through those and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's had a few adjustments since we got her, but she's uh, basically as she was. And it's good, it's good fun, it's good fun. Yeah. Everybody wants to tell you stories, yeah. you know, their yeah. stories about their tandem, parents' tandem, you know, people come up to you, especially, you know, these Scottish grannies come up and go, oh, my mum and dad had a tandem, we went work holidays on them, oh, it was great, oh, you get little old lady saying um, maybe her and her husband had when they were young and uh, winching um, going out together before they got married we call it winching up here and um, courting courting that's where I'm about and um, oh me and my Tommy had a tandem oh what real fun we had going about the country okay, so <laughs> we get lots of stories and I think that's the important thing with a tandem people talk to you because you're an object of fun whereas if you were on single bikes they don't they just ignore you but you park a tandem at the side of the road and within 10 minutes somebody will have stood and looked at it for a while you know <laughs> or asked you a question about it or or parked a french horn or parked parked a french a horn. Horn. we've got a park park horn because they find that a tinkle bell doesn't get people out of the way quickly enough for a tandem <laughs> you must you must have found that as well Mm. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, definitely. And one thing is, if you if you watch and um, particularly pedestrians, any anybody passing, you get so many smiles. So yeah. no, no, you know, even if you're passing, even if you, you haven't got, to, you've not stopped to chat, people smile at you and kids point and wave and you know, yeah, object of fun, yeah, and children, yeah. children shout, "Mummy, look, there's a double bike." <laughs> you, know, you hear that quite a lot. There's two people know. sat on that bike. Yeah, yeah, they're amazed, aren't they? And yeah, yeah. it is. It is. The, the, yeah. And I think there is something truly special about them. And I, I think that's why, obviously, Matilda has has such a strong character. I think. Yeah. I think, so. I think we yeah. also need to, um, as stokers, we need to have a secret society um, of um, of stokers because we have to have a library or whatever the word is of phrases to shout back at people when you're not pedaling on the back, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's got her feet up, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> no pedaling at the back, really. That's the first time I've heard that today, it's the last time. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, uh, that's the, the classic one. I mean, thank you. Had to come up with original answers, but never really come up with one that hits the spot, do we? Until COVID. Oh yes, until COVID. Until COVID, because we're supposed to, obviously stay two meters apart uh, and people will say you know you're not two meters apart and Colin always shouts back that's all right I'm sleeping with a stoker <laughs> that, that them same up. bubble yeah, yeah. That shuts them up. Shuts them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah talking, talking, talking of um, uh, bubbles um, I mean obviously um, Matilda was a as I said was a, a triumvirate, a part of our relationship, <laughs> and um, so you better um, explain um, how pandemic uh, actually brought us together. Well, um, <clears throat> Colin and I had been, we were both divorced, and we were both on Match.com, and a blind date. we went on a blind date. <clears throat> wow. We went to Loch Catron in the Trossets and um they do lots of bicycle hire so we arrived there and colin said do you fancy hiring the bike and we said yeah well why not and then we went across to the the, the booth and we spotted a tandem 
And he said, have you ever been on Sangam? I said, no. And that said, never have I. And that was our thing. We had to do things that we'd never done before. So we had the Tangum. And that was... <laughs> and you get there's a steamship, an old uh, steamship, Walter's Scott steamship. And it steamed you down to the bottom end of the loft. So we thought, well, we'll go and have a picnic at the bottom end of the loft. So the two of us, plus the higher tandem, get thrown on the steamship down to the bottom of the loft, at which point you're then 14 miles away from the higher boot. And the only way back is to anyone who hadn't ever been on the tandem before. So you can imagine what it was like. And it's also quite hilly. So we didn't know the gearing or anything like that. And it started oh. to rain after about a mile. It was wet. Oh Very God. wet. Scottish rain. Oh. And yeah. um, one of the times we stopped uh, to get a breath back, and we obviously hadn't got a synchronicity of moving off, which is crucial to stand I'm <laughs> sure you've got your own little um, routine that we do. We do a 3 two, one system. And uh, we had obviously hadn't uh, perfected that. And uh, at one point I pedaled off and I shot off the back, uh, literally shot off the back into a rather large puddle. Oh, sitting in a puddle. In sitting in a puddle in the rain. Oh no. And on a first date, <laughs> on, on a blind date. date. And <gasps> expecting us to moan and you didn't moan. No, I laughed. She laughed. <laughs> I'm sitting there laughing hysterically. I thought it was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. You should have moaned the rest. I should have moaned, yeah. You should have moaned. And the rest, of this, <laughs> the rest of history, really, and that is actually a true story. It really is, yeah. It's that's that's fantastic, yes. And I, I must admit, I think we, we both shared um, a, a cycling love stories column <laughs> in the past years. So, but it's um, <laughs> it's been great to yeah to hear it again. And yeah, I think that shows um, shows true character being being shot off the back on the, the first date. <laughs> within, within, a, within a year of that tumultuous uh, first date, uh -huh. um, it actually. Um, uh, moved in together, we acquired Matilda by that point, and then Matilda was in the garage, and mm -hmm. then effectively as our baby. Did somebody mention a baby? No, no I'm not, I'm not pregnant. The hardest thing we found, though, was because where we live is very, very hilly. Very hilly. Um, you either go up a hill to leave or you go down a hill to leave. So whatever way you go, there's a, there's a bloody great big hill to get back home. So um, we didn't have a trailer. So we had to find a car that we could put Matilda in, on, behind, whatever. So I was sent to several garages with a measuring tape. And you had my list of instructions that it had to be a certain height, that the seats had to fold down on the passenger side the whole way through so that we could get the bike inside the car. And so we sit in tandem when we take Matilda out. So we go anywhere away from home. Oh, right. Yeah. Now I see what you mean now. On the left hand side of the car, if you want to yeah. call that. And we occupy the two, uh, the driver's seat and the passenger seat. So we actually mm -hmm. sit in tandem in the car and go tandem. In the car as well. Because uh, we can't lift her on top of into a boot rack because she's too heavy. Yeah, yeah, she will be as a steely, won't she? Yeah. <laughs> a bit like us. <laughs> We're not exactly, no, you can't lift me either. We're not exactly racing snakes. I think that's half the fun too, because we're yeah. not, you know, your typical um, very slim, lacquer clad. Um, cyclists. We're <laughs> injured as we're not injured. <laughs> but but then it is, it's, it's a whole spectrum and um, I think there's been a lot more diversity coming through more and more, even in the endurance riders, there's all sorts of different builds and different shapes and styles and stuff. So yeah, yeah I think it's, you know, it's, it's good and I think it's, um, it's a really good way of, of showing people that yeah you, you don't need to be whip it thin and wearing lycra to, to go out and have fun doing these things exactly. and, and yeah. you don't have to be mega fit no because um, i'm asthmatic i use um i've got quite a lot of inhalers i take for asthma so then it's improved my stamina mm. since we started doing doing this so uh yeah you don't have to be super fit 
No, but we do like to do the we do like to do the bathroom yearly thing just for uh, as part of the dash and sort of so we try and get um oh, yeah. matching yearlies and stuff like that. So we like that part of it. Yeah, it's all part of the parcel though, isn't it? Yeah. Um and and so tandeming as a, as a couple, I think I think can present its own unique challenges. Do you ah. find there's there's ah. pros and cons to? <laughs> yeah, well, Ready? I think it's better than being. We reckon it's better than being on solo bikes because um, um, obviously um, mm. you both cycle at the, the same pace, not surprisingly. Well. And as a result of that, you both amazingly arrive, as I'm sure you know, at the same place at the same time. And if you don't, it's a problem. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and uh, you can also talk to each other, um, which can be a benefit or a con, um, depending. You can talk to each other as you're, you're cycling along. So I think one of our, one of our other mottos, I think we said the one about um, it's uh, the uh, smiles, not the miles that count, but the other one is it's always better when we're standing together as another kind of one in general generally is. Well, that's not to say we don't have some discussion. Discussion, discussion and inverted comments. Yeah. We have many of those. Like, generally to do with the route. Yeah, well, you've got no that sense of direction. It's <laughs> no sense of direction. You know, I just, no, none at all. Mm -mm. And I'm in the front. That's, yeah. that's a problem. You say to Colin, look to your right, and you'll go, and look to his left. <laughs> but to say which right, you know, the other right. Um, you know, <laughs> tap on the shoulder or on the backside. We're going this way, you know. Um, and uh, map reading. Yes. Map reading. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting sometimes. We don't have a, We don't have the uh, electronic um, kind of gizmo thing that would uh, presumably make that a lot easier. Although I guess that's probably something that we need to get at some point. But, uh, but maybe less fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe I do like to. I think one of the other, um, I mean, obviously it's a lot of fun and uh, I think the pros, definitely out with the cons, um, I guess one of the cons um, can be um, that um, obviously as a couple, um, you uh, occasionally uh, end up bonking together to use that cycling phraseology. Uh, yes. Cycling mm. one. Um, you tend to do it together rather than separately. Um, and that happened fairly recently and it was pretty dramatic um, in terms of running out of energy, and obviously, I mean. Um, but uh, so, yeah, we both had to kind of um, recharge at the same time. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I think I think those uh, outweigh the cons. Definitely. I think it's the old thing of you see uh, couples on separate solo bikes, even with um, e-bikes, e and the guy, or usually the guy, but not always, quite, mm -hmm. often, quite often it can be the woman as well. As soon as they get there, the other person actually wants to move off after the other person, you know, kind of totally out of breath, getting stuff, at least you stop in the same place, start in the same place, stop in the same place, and hopefully arrive in the same place. Well, yeah, and if we didn't have a tandem and we were on separate bikes, I'd be waiting for you because I'd be in the right place and you'd be lost. I'd be lost. <laughs> you can keep track of him. You can keep track of you. <laughs> you better half. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I think I With our, um, my handlebars, are because it's an older style bike, my handlebars, I can't put anything on my handlebars because they're part of Colin's seat. Mm. So I can't have anything on my handlebars like a, a GPS system or anything. And Colin has got so many gadgets on the front on his handlebars. Somebody once described them in the bike shop as very busy handlebars. <laughs> <clears throat> of course, the, the best addition that Matilda has because she's a part of the tandem is um, what it's called La Boucle, which is a French wine carrier. And it's a sort of leather um, kind of attachment that carries the Prosecco bottles uh, with us when we go off on our um, day adventures for our Prosecco picnic. Yeah. Prosecco oh, yeah. Very, very important part. Very important yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it is. Very important part of understanding is to rehydrate the Prosecco. <laughs> Definitely. Very important part of the day. And I, I agree, don't I? <laughs> but, 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 
Bosch picnics and uh, Bosch yes, picnics that, that hangs on the on the front of the front and um, yeah. uh, panier yeah. and uh, that does attract a lot of attention as well. Oh, I like the wine carrier. <laughs> last time you went, then the guy came up and he said, "I have to have one of those. Where did you get that?" The best bicycle. You know, yeah, he said that's the best bicycle accessory I've ever seen. Yeah, never mind all these bike packing frame bags and all sorts. Oh, you know, no, all, that's so all you need is a wine carrier. Yeah, wine carrier. <laughs> I think I think the pros are definitely the definitely the fun and, and obviously um I think it's as I said it's much more sociable and, and what it sells we um are just gonna self um proclaimed Nippy Fan members uh, club and there's um, only four members of it, two other members Jane and John. Uh, who are uh, down in Redditch and Birmingham, so we don't see them all that often, but when we do get together, the two families go around and it's like um, it's kind of madcap adventure. And I think that's the kind of fun that you can have on these bicycles made for two, if you want to put it that way, quirky bikes, uh, rather than just, you know, four solo bikes and um, trying to get them. Okay. It's just, uh, it's, like two, it's like two teams, isn't it? It's like two teams. Yeah, yeah I think that's the only thing that's better than one tandem is two tandems together because then it's <laughs> even more mind blowing for people. people <laughs> think they're seeing double, don't they? It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they, they do, um, Jane and John, they do things like Heroica and um, some of the, the tandem rallies, which we don't up here because they don't tend to happen up in our part of Scotland. But we do get dressed up at Christmas. Okay. <laughs> we, oh, you got to. We got we got dressed up at Christmas a couple of, a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah, a couple of years ago. And um, Colin was Santa Claus, obviously, on the front, and I was Rudolph. So full Santa so Claus, full Rudolph outfit, including the headset. Rudolph. Oh wow. Hey, couldn't breathe, couldn't see, you know, pedalling up and going up, up through the town. And uh, just funny story, my son was in the pub and somebody had been outside the pub and said, went back in and said, you'll never guess what I've just seen. I've just seen Santa and Rudolph cycling up the street on a tandem. And my son said, oh, no, it's not bloody mother. <laughs> How embarrassing is that? That's Wonderful. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I have been known to sport a pair of antlers before, so yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's a it's a good opportunity to show it all off, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, where are your your favourite places to ride? Is it all locally? Do you, it sounds like you've got some kind of great routes near where you. You are despite the hills, obviously. Yeah, despite the hills. I think it's I think it's a mixture. Um, Pre-COVID, we tried to do our own Tour de France um, each year, leisurely, um, cycling away day to day through uh, the vineyards in France. So we did various vineyards tours: Loire Valley, um, Bordeaux. Um, There's a theme building here. Burgundy. And that was yeah. great fun because you would roll up at one of these um, posh vineyards and. Uh, Obviously, they're delighted to let you taste the wine and everything. Um, we probably didn't realise we'd arrived in, in a tandem at that point. And if you get the posh tour and tasting and all that kind of stuff, and then, of course, the um, part of it would naturally be that you would be expected to buy a couple of bottles before you left the said vineyard. Um, and, oh, sorry, we arrived in a tandem. We can't know where to carry it. So, um, tell you what, we'll, we'll maybe bring the car back and later in, in the holiday and Sponsor off to the next one, so that's <laughs> oh, pedal off, pedal off pedal to the next off, one. Um, but you know, it's very, uh, it's very sociable, as you said. I mean, we were, yeah. we were sitting on a couple of uh, canal banks and our friends would go past, uh, maybe having one of our, our posh picnics, and then um, we just one appetite and, and yeah. wander past, and they would want to be, they'd want to be part of it. Um, yeah. I think locally, we we'll probably use, uh, we try and use the Sustrans and the National Cycling Network which is as much as possible, I guess, because it's not exactly a, a short vehicle with Matilda, is she? And um, it makes us feel a bit, makes, probably makes us feel a bit safer. And um, I think we're probably happy to give most routes a try as long as they're not, uh, not too hilly. Uh, as I mentioned, that the hills around our hometown of, of Australia and uh, southern Perthshire. Um, so basically, every route you do, you come back. Uphill, so you've got to leave some energy mm -hmm. um, for that. Um, 
I think one of our top places to be is, is near the sea. We like being near the sea. So mm -hmm. kind of um, we're right in the centre of Scotland uh, where we are. So we can, within an hour, you can be either on the east coast or the west coast. And we like to do the Ayrshire cycle route and um, where um, my, um, here where my mum lives, Irvin Tear. So we do that before they go to see her or east coast and Vitar Road. That's a, a nice uh, flat one. And mm -hmm. um, we're going along the, the coast most of the way. And Probably one of our favourite places is, is the Isle of Cumbria. Um, most people in the world have never heard of it. It's a small no. um, small island off the west coast of Scotland. It's a 10 minute ferry journey to get there. And when you get on the ferry and you get off the ferry, it's like quite literally being in a different world. Mm -hmm. It's like the, We're back about 40 years. <laughs> wow. An okay. old fashioned seaside resort um, from about 40 years ago. So it's the same. There's a cafe there called the Ritz Cafe, which still has a red formica um, table. It's got a jukebox. And a jukebox. And uh, oh, uh, Ruth wow. is wearing the kind of black and white. Um, and I think the waitresses have been there since they were in their 20s. In the 20s. But it's yeah. a cycling mecca because it's the kind of place that people go down from Glasgow for the day. And there's thousands of bikes, I think it's six, 7,000 bikes for hire in Ireland. And on a busy day, um, it's, it's more or less traffic free. And it's a 10 mile circular circumference route around uh, island is virtually uh, flat. So it's quite good for time trials. And um, we have done that a few times. Yes. And uh, yes. there's quite a lot of cycling clubs go down and do the kind of uh, two 10 mile thing round um, for uh, training purposes. And we were there one uh, Sunday afternoon when they were doing that. And uh, there's, a, there's always a finishing line painted on the road. <laughs> and uh, so these, all these uh, extremely life, uh, lighter-clad carbon fibre bikes were sailing past us, <laughs> at different points in the, in the, in, in fact, some stopwatches and clipboards. Some passed us twice. Uh, yeah. so that means they're going round twice <laughs> in the time we were going round, so you can tell how fast they were going. And uh, we came up to the finishing line, <laughs> which wasn't our finishing line, obviously. obviously. <laughs> and big tears and hoots and. To, because we crossed the finishing line. Crossed the fin a finishing line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a finishing line. Exactly. Yeah, um, anywhere got, at all. Yeah, we've got, where we live is so lovely. I mean, central Scotland, Persia in particular, is, is beautiful. I mean, the, the scenery is so diverse, you know, and you can travel 70 miles and still be in the same county. And it, the scenery made up from Loch you know, across to which is sea level, you know, and over to Creef and you know, over to Aberfeld. It's just beautiful. I mean, during lockdown one, we did uh, we did a thousand miles um, over the seven, eight weeks um, because obviously you were able to get on the bike in your bubble. Um, and uh, it was glorious. And the, weather was, the weather was beautiful and um, we just felt so lucky to be Thanks able watching. to do that uh, and uh, not affected in any way by COVID and uh it kept yeah. us healthy both mentally and physically um during that during that period. That sounds amazing. That island sounds really interesting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Isle of Cymru. Isle of Cymru. Everybody yeah. calls it it's got a hump in the middle. There's a big high hill in the middle. We go around the outside. We go around the outside. We don't use it <laughs> We've done it twice in walking. Yeah. Yeah. A world record. We take we tell for a walk. Yeah. It's a world record coming down the hill. Ah, yeah, oh. on Strava you get the world record time. Oh, you got the yeah. <laughs> obviously, not many. Obviously, not many people had cycled uh, tandem downhill from there. No. We have the world. We, we currently hold the world record for apparently Strava for downhill on that stretch. With my eyes closed and screaming, "Will you slow down?" <laughs> Which of course he doesn't hear because he's dead. No. <laughs> dead. It's great because him being deaf on the front, I can. Shout and scream and call them all sorts of things. <laughs> <laughs> I think my husband just ignores me when I scream. Oh, <laughs> Slow down. Keep no. going too fast because you're not in control. No, it's, it's a bit like being on a roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, that's awesome. And yeah, um, I really got you mentioned like the the Sustrans, the National Cycling Network routes as well, because I think they're just they're just fab and. Um, 
what I'd like to think is, yeah, maybe people having listened to this might think, oh, I'll go and give a tandem a go. But I think using the trans routes is a really good way of building your confidence because they're all set out to be bike friendly. You know, a lot of them are off road. And I think it's um, that's a really good place to start if you do want to, to go out yeah, and start definitely. riding. Definitely. 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 I, mean, I think, I think uh, it's certainly a good idea to try and hire the tandem if anybody was thinking about it before you try and, and before you you know do that outlay because it can be quite a substantial outlay now. I mean I think um you'd be quite lucky if you got um a bike just for you know the odd hundred pounds or a couple of hundred pounds now they seem to um go for a much higher value. Um but uh I think that, that would definitely be the thing wouldn't it to, to rent one. Yeah. Yeah. And the you know and, and stick to one of the, the substance routes or the national cycling network because in the main, they're really well signposted in the main. And you you know, you can follow them fairly yeah. easily. I think yeah. um anybody that wanted to get into tandem would probably know a little bit about cycling in the first place. And unlike mm. unlike our story, um they probably know a little bit about cycling and they probably had this repeated conversation about one being at the top of the hill and the other one still uh, breathing heavily to get oh, up yeah. the hill and then the other one wanting to move off. Um so it does it does uh, solve a lot of these issues, but I, mean, I think um, once you kind of got into it, um, then if you're looking for a lot of advice and a lot of um, tips and a lot of routes, um, obviously the Tandem Club UK, um, I for my sins, um, the social media um, kind of convener, um, or I think it's convener, I'm not quite sure what the actual Sunday title is, but look after the social media, Twitter and Facebook, etc. for them. And um, they uh, have a great, um, I mean, basically, it's the place to go to um, for anything to do with uh, bicycles uh, mm. made for two. Um, a plug here for the membership. The membership is only fifteen pounds a year, which must be one of the, the greatest value memberships that you can you can get um, anywhere at the moment, and that's for your for a couple or indeed um, for a family. Um, so um, Google Tandem Club UK if you're looking to get all of that information, or it's um, Tandem Hyphen Club dot org dot uk that's tandem hyphen club dot org dot uk or as I say Google Tandem Club UK. Um, that's for the website and there's a whole range of different information about tandems, how to get into tandeming even and places to hire a tandem should you wish to go back to what we're talking about hire a tandem to begin with. Um, a lot of people come to the tandem club via Facebook and Twitter. Um, very active on Facebook. I think it was at 2,700 um, active followers on Facebook at the moment. So they, again, just um, do your search bar on Facebook for Tandem Club and uh, you find lots of different routes and lots of different advice um, from people. I mean, there's, uh, if you like, the, the Tandem Club itself is a bi-monthly magazine um, that comes out. There's a network of local group rides. There's uh, technical advice and indeed opportunities for ten Tandem tandem rallies um, where you know, I, think we, we, I think that's one of the social highlights or the social aspects but uh, I think particularly down in England um, where you're much closer to uh, the basis for those and um, you'll maybe go for like, uh, either the weekend or a whole week and spend time in a, in a whole, I don't know what the, what's the, um, the, the thing you know, the, the group noun for tandem? Is there a group name for tandems? Anyway, I don't know. Groups of tandems. Oh, I don't know. That's interesting, isn't it? We've yeah. taken out a few bikes before, but yeah. So maybe maybe be thirty forty tandem couples at a tandem rally, and uh, see, we still to um, have that uh, break a bucket one of those. But we'll hopefully do that maybe in the next year or so. Um, but uh, they're supposed to be uh, supposed to be really good fun as well, and all the routes are set out, and you can choose whether to go um, sort of short distance, middle distance, or long distance. Um, long distance, of course, not being anything like the long distance that you used to, but um, uh, the long distance in terms of tandem, uh -huh. is probably 70 yeah. miles a day. Yeah, which is plenty, that's plenty for a good day out, and yeah, you, oh, know, you need, well, you you need to have enough time to, to drink your Prosecco. So, exactly. <laughs> we probably do 45 50 in, in some of our, and some of our, um, that's about the most of it, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I think some of our, um, yeah, we did mention the, the kind of nutty uh, tandem. I mean, some of the, the craziest rides or the nuttiest rides that we've um, had. I mean, most of them really end up in an adventure somewhere there, don't they? <laughs> um, but I, I think there's a few that um, 
we could maybe rattle off uh, uh, briefly. And uh, we did the Hebridean way, what was that two years ago? Hebridean way? Yeah. Uh, up and out of Hebrides. Yeah. And there is uh, one killer hill called uh, the Clisham Rod. Dye has a different name for it. I certainly have, but I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to bleep you out. <laughs> Basically, it has the F word pushing in front of it. And, um, it's uh, particularly steep, particularly long, and uh, yeah, particularly, particularly high, obviously, it's a, it's oh, a hill. And we were uh, in the hotel, the night hotel, um, obviously, having breakfast before the, the next day. And the waitress says, Oh, where are you cycling to today? And saying, Oh, we're moving on in Hebridean way and uh, we're just about to tackle the Clisherman, she said. What did she say? She said, you, you better have two breakfasts. You better have two breakfasts then, then you're going to need it. Oh, great. And she was right. She was right. Oh, God. We didn't bonk. We didn't bonk because we've had a double breakfast. Yeah. Tandem breakfast. Tandem breakfast. One after the other. One behind. One behind. <laughs> and we've got, so, yeah, we finally crawled to the top. Um, literally crawled to the top. And expecting then to have a wonderful discovery uphill, as obviously got to be. Yeah. And yeah. Then, spectacular and downhill. Spectacular, spectacular downhill. downhill. Um, and it would have been. It would have been. We could see where it all was and all that kind of stuff. And the wind had dramatically changed direction by this point. <gasps> and the wind had got up quite strong, sort of um, 15, 20 mile an hour wind. And we ended up having to pedal downhill. Oh uh, no! After, so after all that effort to get up the hill, we had to... oh. never felt anything like it in our lives, have we? No. And it was just, oh. it must have been easily sort of 20, 30 miles an hour the wind, because we were virtually standing still at some point. You're thinking this, we're just going to fall over. Because the momentum of the bike, you thought to carry you through, but it was so, it so was, strong. The wind was so strong. I suppose in the, in your own um, field, I guess that the, the planning aspect of it for your round the world trip is, is fairly crucial but we're not necessarily that strong in planning although we can be but at times we kind of overlook some of the basics so another one i guess of the kind of nutty uh, area that we ended up in we decided to tour the champagne um, vineyards, <laughs> which sounded a lovely way oh. to spend three or four days you know going yeah vineyard, popping champagne here, popping champagne here. Oh, yeah. Great idea. Um, until we actually got there and found that the area was referred to on the map as the Montagna de Champagne. <laughs> Montagna doesn't really need terribly much translation. Um, <laughs> um, and the oh mountains definitely was the word. And indeed, uh, that subsequent Tour de France that year uh, went up two of them and there were category four climbs that we uh, walked up. We walked up. Take the children for a walk, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And what was the most recent one? The ministry. Oh yes, we did the Caledonia Way, which was open to Oh yeah, Port Yeah, And there was two half mile sections of roadworks that weren't on the actual cycle path on, on the Plus Trans network. Yeah, after Ballahoo. Ballahoo and Port William. It's yeah. quite a busy tourist road, and there was no pavement. And there's no cycle path, so all you have is the two carriageways of road and then the all the lot. And the two conjugates, which are about half an hour. And they do a lot of forestry work up there at the moment. So there's a lot of became <laughs> logging lorries, uh, which Huge. became another euphemistic description for a lorry, a logging lorry. And uh, so there were traffic lights controlled, and I think they've never realized that you can the speed that you can actually go to, no. how fast you can go. <laughs> When you get two great <laughs> logging lorries chasing up your rear end. Oh, I'm surprised you weren't getting any more segments on Strava. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably get our fastest sections in yep. those. Um, it was either that or splinters. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, yeah. With all my lorries. But it's always, it's always adventurous and it's, it's always fun, and I say, particularly with our, our, uh, our fellow uh, Nuffies, as we call them, uh, Nuffies standing with John and Jane, always seems to develop into an unplanned adventure that we have to kind of find a find a way out of. But I suppose that's that's part of it, isn't it? Um, yeah, definitely. I think it's it's all part of the fun. And yeah, obviously we've got some <laughs> very well planned rides coming up. But we've we've had some great adventures too. Where you know, I think we've been in France and 
our planning's fallen through a bit and we've ended up you know doing some rather crazy rides then as well and it's like oh really there's another hill <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I know that feeling but it all adds it all adds to it if something goes wrong you're sort of desperately trying to get I don't know why but there's this kind of I think yeah, you'll understand that this is even in our kind of status of as um, amateurs and uh, but there's that kind of desire to get back on track if something goes wrong so rather than perhaps the most sensible decision of saying okay we'll stop the night here rather than where you were supposed to be which was still 25 miles away the view would be that you would still try to get to where you had planned to yeah. be which is possibly the wrong decision <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah, I can honestly say we have made those long decisions. Yeah. But uh, one of the things that um, uh, the only time I think we've really been frightened on the bike was in, uh, when we came in the Montagne de Champagne. We were up at Dom Perignon in a um, village called Obile. Where Dom Perignon champion was in. Yeah. He was born there. And <clears throat> thankfully it was a Sunday. Um, and we had a lovely time walking around the, the, the village and going into the the, uh, the church and doing this sort of tour of some of the wee shops and things. It was really nice. And when we left, of course, it's all downhill, serious downhills. And we were coming down here and as you know on a tandem you've got you build up a momentum and we were coming down through a village where we came down to a t-junction and we had to turn right and we couldn't get the bike to stop <gasps> oh. it was so steep and yeah. because we, we sort of came on it quite quickly this junction break. and it was yet yeah, great and you know it was Okay, so it could have been a room, we could have gone into the wall. Thankfully, it was Sunday and the road was quiet and we couldn't hear any cars, so we just went for it to go around the corner, and that's mm -hmm. all we could do. Otherwise, we'd have been straight into the wall. <laughs> it was it's the only time I think we've given ourselves yeah. a bit of a fright. Yeah. Um, sheer momentum coming downhill. Yeah, because they do, they pick up speed very easily, and that there is, you know, there's a skill to handling them, certainly. It's, and we were fully really uh, ready because we were mm -hmm. traveling, so we four panniers. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> all. If you're doing the touring, you have to be very acutely aware of the, the difference in the weight. Mm, yeah. or I'm sure you know yourself the difference in the weight of the bike as it stands for a naked yeah. bike, like that, the naked bike. Compared to what you you'll be taking yourself, I'm sure it's quite a difference in, in weight. Yeah, and I know um, whenever we put front panniers on ours, it takes the you know it takes him a little bit of time just to adjust the handling and the steering, and you know it, it's a bit of thought to put in it. But yeah, yeah it's a, it's a fab way to travel, isn't it? It's a great way to to go on adventures like that with everything you need loaded on. So yeah, it's <laughs> like a snail. You waddled on your back or your side. Yeah. So, you should, I think you also feel, uh, I mean, even when you have these adventures and walking up steep hills that you didn't think were going to be there, there's still that so much closer to kind of nature and the environment. And you see, you see so much more. You Absolutely. see that as well. That, you know, we'll go along a road in the car just maybe to check it out. And then when we actually go on the bike, we didn't see that in the car. You know, we didn't we didn't actually see that in the car. We didn't notice this castle or something or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. we, didn't, we didn't notice it was actually there. Yeah, you, do. you can you're cycling along and there's there's a buzzard on the top of the fence post, whereas if you drove in the car, no. you'd scare it away. But on the bike, it just sits and looks at you and looks at you so yeah. fast, you know. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, there's there's nothing quite like seeing seeing the world at the speed of a bicycle is there. And yeah. Um, Matilda um obviously writes about it very eloquently in, in her, her blog. <laughs> um, and yeah. I wanted to come back to this because she's um it's, it's actually an award-winning blog, isn't it? And I think it's it's a credit to, to her and her, yourselves that she um comes she up with such forget, good accounts. She seems to get us into the adventure so we're kind of um, <laughs> my, my background is in uh, communications and, and writing and stuff like that. So I see it as a kind of um way of, of uh, being a bit Creative in the writing, and uh, hopefully that's um, that's what I mean. It started off as a more as a kind of diary for, uh -huh. for friends and relatives, with all these things tend to do. I think it literally uh, did because we bought one of those books, didn't we, to write your your 
your journey in. And then people said, oh, you should put that online so they can see it. So we did that in a restricted way and then opened it up a bit wider and seemed to grow in, in popularity. And um, I think um, people liked the fact that, uh, as I say, that, that this kind of Matilda was writing about the, the old gal and the old jet that um, <laughs> were on her saddles. Self-deprecating humour, as we uh, yeah. call it. And um, yeah, then a couple of years ago, um, uh, probably about three years ago uh, now, it became the only Scottish uh, finalist, or well, the blog became, the Children's Musings blog, became the only Scottish finalist in the UK Blog Awards in the um, Innovative Blog category. So I think they were either completely confused as to what it was about, or they actually got the fun step that uh, it was the bike uh, writing uh, the blog in inverted commas, um, but yes, it's a award-winning award-winning blog, and um, so not only is it the UK's only blogging tandem, mm -hmm. um, but it's uh, an award-winning uh, blogging tandem. Yep. Um, Collins can't. <laughs> I just read it. That, 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 that <laughs> I just read it. I mean, I think um, secret of a secret of a success, um, if it is success, without being too kind of big about it but um yeah no it is definitely <laughs> she she uh as in the tandem because obviously the tandem writes it nothing to do with me and um, she uh writes to like it uh, writes to tell it as it is i mean i think we part of our tandeming i think as you undoubtedly be aware by now is about and um, the, the social aspects of it is about the food and drink experiences um along the way nice meal at lunchtime or a second picnic or something Maybe staying overnight somewhere in, in a, a glamping pod or something, and it would be an honest appraisal, uh, an honest appraisal of um, the places, the restaurants, or the accommodation that we visit. So it's um, a watch and all approach, shall we put it that way? Um, and it's not at all sugar coated. And we've actually done a couple of um, what you would call um, advertorial type ones, uh, only a couple, but um, we've actually been invited to road test, like maybe new accommodation that we've focused on uh, cyclists yeah, exactly. and uh, there's one up at Loch and said to them, yeah, happy to do it, but you know, it will be an honest um, appraisal. Mm -hmm. As it turned out, it was um, a lovely place, okay. so they were fine, but we did start saying, you know, it will be lots and all, and they, no, no, actually, we want, we want it to be like that, because then we know that, um, we know what we can improve on and, and stuff like that, but um, I think it's just the fact that it reflects our Hopefully, our personality a little bit. Yeah, and, the fact uh, that we don't take it too seriously, but we do take it seriously because it's, you know, you've got to put the effort in, you've got to put the money in, yeah. as you know. But And it reflects the fact that we want to have a laugh. And, yeah. Um, is it bubbly? I think is, a, is, a, is, a, is a kind of another word that comes to mind. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's bubbly a bit like those um, Prosecco Pettings that we love. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I think you know the way way it comes, uh, she comes across rather is is fantastic. I think it makes it sound so accessible, and the fact that it is warts and all. You know, you talk about your trials and tribulations. I think if it was if it was all too seamless and sounded too easy, I don't think people would believe it. But I no. think it it no. gives people a real idea of what it's like to go out and have a bit of fun and have a good laugh. And you know, the <laughs> it can still start to pour rain at four o'clock in the afternoon when you're fifteen miles away from a car. Yeah. Yeah. and you've run out of energy and you don't have that and there's no shop around and it's like okay this is reality yeah. this is uh you know where it, where it becomes a grind uh to get uh, a grind to get yeah. back but yeah. uh and the only words you can think of are words that you can't use yeah. but then Okay. How good do you feel that, you know, hours later when you've got a hot bath and a glass of wine and you're exactly. tucked down next to the fire, you feel like you've achieved something. And yeah, Absolutely. it's it's those little challenges that make it. I use it. that information all the time. It doesn't always work. So you get, when we get home, you'll think this is wonderful. <laughs> no, it doesn't work at the time. No, it doesn't work at the time. Is that, is that, a, stoker, is that a stoker's thing? It doesn't work at the time. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pilot's thing. They're always trying to make you believe something that's not true. You know? So, yes. And um, uh, again, it's not too difficult to find um, because it's on a, the WordPress platform. The actual URL is quite long. So, I wouldn't bore you with that on the uh, podcast. So, you just Google. Go to Mr. Google and put in Matilda's musings and uh, up it'll pop. Um, and uh, you can have a fun read of that. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I literally I put in I was um, doing a bit of fact checking and I just put in Matilda Tantum and you're the first thing to pop up there. So yeah, if, if Google <laughs> says so. 
believe it or not, there is another Matilda that's in them. Yes. Which is called oh, really? Tilly. Oh, yeah, she's called okay. Tilly. And about, again, it's, this is the social aspect of it. About um, two yeah. months ago, we suddenly got an email through the blog, um, through the contact section of the blog, saying, we have a Tilly the Tandem. Our tandem, we have a, a Matilda the Tandem. Our tandem is called Tilly for short, as in T-I-L-L-Y. Yeah. Um, we're coming to Scotland in three weeks' time. Do you fancy meeting up? So Matilda, oh. so Matilda met Matilda. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, and it's we, a real small yeah. world stuff. And they were doing a, a land end on the roots. Um, uh, oh. right. yeah. And we did a, a small section of about eight miles. Or something. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were really heavily laden because they were travelling for about two and a half, three weeks to get here oh. from the south of England. And that was quite funny because we shot off at our normal speed, which is not, as you've gathered by now, is not particularly fast. But we weren't heavily laden. So we, after about a mile, we suddenly said, Where are they? And we had to adjust our speed, shall we say. But we met them that day for coffee. Mm-hmm. And as because you have a shared interest yeah. and you've got lots to talk about, you know, um, you meet somebody for the first time. So we all decided when we, when we left, we came, we came home. It was nice to have met up. Thank you very much. It was really nice to see you. And later that evening, swap texts, virtually both of us sending the same text. Do you fancy meeting up again tomorrow? Oh. Well, we did, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, because they were having a rest day. And, they were having yeah. a rest day. So uh, we met up again. And so, yeah, we, from someone that you've never met in, in your pub before, I, I think this is the kind of um, adventure side of it that you um, undoubtedly uh, take and you will undoubtedly experience in your own um, fabulous trip uh, that's upcoming. And people will say, that's a bit risky. Think, well, what can go wrong? You know, <laughs> but all we've done is met them for a cycle ride. What exactly can go wrong? Yeah. Um, you know, it's not going to be an axe mother, hopefully, um, or uh, <laughs> or anything like that. Um, but you know, it just it's these kind of stories that just it brings that kind of small community uh, together. I mean, who would have ever thought there was another um, Matilda the Tandem or Tilly the Tandem? Yeah. And obviously, from yeah. that moment on, they had it was in the stars that they had to meet, you know. And naturally, there was a blog about it, Tilly meets Tilly, and Matilda meets Tilly. <laughs> oh, I mean, as we just wish, really, that we were young enough to to do like yourself. <laughs> but what you're doing, you know, to be able to go and just take off and do a big adventure, we can do sort of bite-sized adventures. But you know, I don't think um, we would tap. We, we couldn't tackle anything. Uh, as big as you are yeah know. well it is going to be quite an epic challenge so we'll see how we get along well, i think yeah. in due course you have to whisper this because my children may be listening but i think in due course there will be an e tandem appears and therefore matilda up to and matilda will be kept well she special. deserves a break doesn't she as well on <laughs> special occasions and so there'll be a, a, an e tandem here um in the uh, in a couple of years time and uh, that will, I think, transform our um, probably enjoyment of it, to be honest, as well, um, as well as the kind of distances and just uh, take away that, because uh, obviously we are, uh, you know, we joke about it, so that's the tandem, but clearly not getting any younger for that weight of bike. So when it becomes that, when it crosses that barrier between uh, pleasure and pain in terms of all the time not being a pleasure, you want it to be a pleasure, and that's what we're about, having, having fun, having a laugh, and it crosses that bridge becoming um, not pleasure. I think it's time to um, to, to go to, to, to Europe. She'll still appear on, on well, special appearances. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah an e-tandem would, would take the sting out of the ride home a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, I know those would. Hills. <laughs> It would open up a lot of, of, of quite a few new routes to us. Yeah. That yeah. we just can't, we can't do. Yeah. We have tried, but it's just it's too uncomfortable. It's yeah. too stressful. Yeah, oh, that sounds sounds fantastic. So yeah, I'll, I'll watch this space and and see about yes <laughs> what happens in <laughs> Matilda's retirement. And I'm sure there will be many many more blogs and many many more right. updates well, in the meantime. Well, it'll be Matilda yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure there will be a, <laughs> a lot more blogging for a, for a long time yes and yes i really well, look forward to that's um encouraged a few more people to think about them um, getting together on a on a on a tandem on a bicycle maker too because i mean i think what the the tandem club uh, kind of moniker or logo was 
twice upon I'm sure yes. guys, uh, I'm sure uh, the, the two of you um, find that um, although you have the solo bikes as well but um, when you're on the on the on the tandem it does become a, a, a unit doesn't it yes definitely and yeah I'd love to think that um, anybody listening might just go out and give it a go and see if they enjoy it and that would be that would be fab and it's been it's been fantastic to hear about all all your adventures and Matilda and I think it's it's been really really inspirational stuff um I have just got a little bit of tandem trivia for you to finish off with right, okay. <laughs> um usually my first one is have you ever ridden a tandem but there's no point asking that now is yeah. there <laughs> uh, no never never, no, never, never. <laughs> don't remember Not it 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> So my, my next question, I'm going to adapt a little bit. So if you were going to ride a tandem, possibly not Matilda, because I think she might be offended. If you're going to ride a tandem with somebody else, can't be either of you, you have to pick somebody else, who would it be? <laughs> and it can be anybody. It can be alive or dead or anybody. You can even have fictional characters if you want. <laughs> Jenna Butler, thank you very much. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yes, uh -huh, definitely. Jenna Butler for me. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, I think I'll stick with the cycling and um, I will <laughs> stick with a male cycler. Yeah. And look for uh, Julian Alphalete. Um, oh, that's a good uh, one. Obviously, obviously, King of the Mountain, he'd be able to power. Um, yeah. Up the hills for me. Yeah. Well, on that note as well, would you swap seats? Would you would you stay as in your, your captain and Stoker roles, or would you swap oh, he, it about? He'd have, he'd have to. Julian would have to be Stoker. Do you he'd think you might be. get a good view in the Stoker seat still, die? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Remember putting my hands out of my handlebar. <laughs> All of our little secret fantasies, you know. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and then when we're, we're out riding, we always say we're joined by the frame, as as a you two, which I think is oh, quite sweet. Yes. Um, but so you know, we're joined by the frame on the bike. But is there anything that you are joined by the frame to when you go out on bike rides? Is there anything that you you can't live without? Is it is it the, the wine carrier or any food or drink or what? What can you not do without on the bicycle? I think you probably know the answer to this one. Lovely, <laughs> and lovely wine carrier and the, and the prosecco. Fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. Our signature. That's, that's, uh, yeah, signature signature prosecco. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, not, not sure it aid our speed around the world, but it's it's a very tempting thought. At least, I think, at very least, when we get back, I think we'll need to have it installed immediately on our turn. <laughs> yeah. And one final question as well um, is essentially, why should we ride around the world on a tandem together? Oh, share the joy. <laughs> share the joy. Yeah. Let people see um, what what two people on one bike can achieve and just enjoy yeah just to see the the, the the smiles when you're when you're riding along and you're meeting all these new people and they're all these new places i think it'd be just yeah i think smile. so i think i think you can adapt though it's the smiles not the miles that count it's clearly you've got the miles to do miles. i'm sure you can watch <laughs> the two, the two miles and you. smiles hopefully yeah. Definitely. Miles and Smiths. Definitely. There you go. Definitely. Miles and Smiths. There's your new ad line, yeah. your new tagline. I might keep that one. <laughs> we'll, send, we'll send you the invoice for it later. <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah, I'll, 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 an adventure yeah. like you. We really are. We wish we were young enough to do um. something like you. Oh, I, I, I've really enjoyed reading about yours and Matilda's adventures. So, yeah, sure. it's, it's been great. Best of luck with your own trip, yeah, it's been absolutely fab to speak to you both. Thank you so much for taking the time. And yeah, you have can't a wait. Time. <laughs> so speaking to Colin and Di there has just been absolutely fab. What a lovely bubbly couple they are. 
um, and fantastic to hear all about all their adventures on tandem. Um, if you've enjoyed listening to them as much as I have, please do like and review this podcast um, and share it with all your friends. It would mean a massive amount because the more people we can get following us around the world, the better. Um, and if you're not following us on social media already, have a look on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter for regular updates on our planning and our trip. It's starting to get more and more exciting by the day now. So um, it's great to take everybody with us. Until next time. Bye for now.